our bodies are the bridge between heaven and earth. We are here to incarnate that divinity, our purpose, what our higher self came here to do. And with that, it is in a materialized form, right? Like tangible things are a part of the manifestation process, are a part of the co-creation process. And so it's really important that we stop telling ourselves the story that it's not what we desire or we're not worthy of it. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello, beautiful humans. Guess how many tabs I have open on my computer right now. Whoever guesses if you send me a private message, I'll give you a free session with me because... I'm dying laughing right now at how many tabs I have open. This is my life right now. And I'm pretty pumped about this episode because it's something that I have been digesting and integrating for a bit. And I love how some of the repurposed content just like, I, I, it's, it's like, I don't know which episode I'm going to release until I'm in the moment. And it's like, duh, this is the one. And this is what happens when you build the momentum and the divine begins to carry you, right? Because at first, when you're in a space of inertia, right? When you're in like stuckness or when before you start something new, whatever it is, we all know that feeling. It's like, oh my gosh, right? The mind is like, you don't want to do this. Oh my gosh, it's going to take so much work. This is going to take so much time. This is going to take, right? Like there's, it requires more devotion, more discipline, more focus, more intention, more attention. (laughs) And so it's like we talk ourselves out of it and it takes a lot of work to start something new, right? It's That's how it works. And then when we're like on purpose and we're following our heart's desires and we're, you know, like following the path of our soul, we feel the support and and this is how it is with the podcast. Like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. I, I mean, I do a little bit like I'm like, oh, this feels important. But when I'm here, I just say I just give myself to the divine and I say my intention is to be of greatest service to the whole. And that is my mini prayer before I come on here. And that is the, the trust that the trust muscle that starts to, to flex. 
And why I wanted to bring this topic on today is what I think I called it like busting through myths around money and spirituality. And there was a like, I don't know, I think it was a 10 to 15 minute live video I did sometime last year. <clears throat> I can definitely tell it's more recent. I can just tell by my energy. And um, I don't remember the exact date, but this is such an important topic because at the time there was somebody who was, I, it was like a new person that I met and, and they were like, I don't mix money and spirituality. And I was like, what do you mean you don't mix it? Like, <laughs> there's no, like in my mind, I'm like, there's no separation. And, and I realize how many people limit themselves because there's so much trauma that we carry and so much conditioning that we carry in our collective mind and through our own personal journeys. <clears throat> and so, and I, of course, know this because I live it all the time. Like I'm still noticing the patterns of where I limit myself and what I get to generate in this world and and give and receive. And I know that my soul signed up for big things and to be public and to be of service. And with that, in order to feel feel nourished, in order to expand my capacities, I get to have money. Because at this point in time, money, this piece of paper <laughs> that really has no significance, it's the energy behind the piece of paper is how we pay for things, how we materialize things, right? We are here in the 3D and we get to pay our bills and we get to go on trips and we get to have homes that feel delicious for us. We get to travel, we get to donate, we get to buy dinner for a friend, we get to pay for the person in the Starbucks line behind us. Like this is, this is it, you know? And that's what I'm excited about. And I've been through so much of this, like, what is it? And for me, my money story as of late is really around like, oh my gosh, I don't want to show up this big. Like I'm blocking myself from receiving because in the past I've been shut down and persecuted for my, my power, for my bigness, for my service, for using my voice, right? In previous lifetimes. And there's a part of me subconsciously that's like, we don't want to go there again. And so it's this constant refinement of like, oh yeah, but this is, this is the time. Like I chose this, we chose this together. And this is the time and this is the safest time to be alive on the planet to show up. And I think about like how resourced I am and how I chose my parents and I chose this body and I chose this environment and these circumstances because there are still people on this planet who are not free. There are still people who are oppressed. There are still people who don't have freedom of choice. And I feel this responsibility to support the world, people in my backyard, people in this country, people around the globe. And, and again, it's not like feeling this pressure, like I need to save the world. It's like, okay, what can I focus on? I can focus on healing my money story and through my way of being, 
and through my experimentation and through my journey and of integration, if I can support through sharing what's working for me and how I did it, then that's going to have a domino effect on other people who receive this message and we continue to shift the collective mind. That's how it works. And so I'm not like, oh my gosh, almost 8 billion people on the planet, like I've got to do it all. No, I'm like, okay, I can focus on myself. And I, and I know that as long as I'm being of service, I'm in my heart and I'm being myself and being in integrity, I know that this message will reach the people that it gets to meet. They get to do their sacred work. They get to shift their bloodlines and their relationships with their family and everybody that they touch. And then it's the ripple and the ripple and the ripple and the ripple. And what's fun about this episode is I talk about my backyard. I talk about how how much my backyard cost. And there was a part of me that was like, should I have said that? And I'm just like, yeah, I get to. Like, it was a huge investment of time, of energy, of intention, of devotion, of money. And and I share how I used to go back there and I would lay <laughs> in, in the grass before I had anything back out there and I would visualize how I would feel. I would visualize what it would look like. And then I would go and I would be like, okay. I know that I'm meant to have this backyard, so how can I generate the money in order to pay for this? And people would just come into my life and I would get ideas for my business and that's how it works. And I know that that's why I was supposed to create this sanctuary in my backyard because it has been a crucial component of me grounding myself. It's where I work out. It's where I meditate. It's where I pray. It's where I snuggle with my dog. It's where I lay in the hammock and get vitamin D. It's where I commune with nature. It's where I recenter without any devices and recenter my nervous system. And I notice like the more that the more connected that I am to myself and to my divinity, the more I want to be in fresh air and I don't like air conditioning. And it's it's just very fascinating how I would rather be outside. So I don't need to get into, I feel like, okay, this 15 minute episode, I feels like this is the medicine that the world can get to receive. But I did want to share a little bit of a story here, a little anecdote, anecdote, no, an antidote. <laughs> okay. Antidote is medicine. Anecdote is a story, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? A parable, a story, um, an example. So there was some, there's somebody in my life who I've known for a bit, and I'm trying to figure out, I don't want to give too much detail, but we haven't, you know, really talked too much. And I used to mentor, 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 where are my words, in other ways. Um, I probably know, I don't even know how long we've known each other. She, I've never met her in person, but we've stayed connected here and there. And last year, she reached out and said that she wanted to pick my brain on something business related um, and catch up. And so I was like, sure, here's my my calendar link. And I think I even said, I, I want to say, I can't remember. It was before the hurricane. I know that. So I don't know. It was maybe like late summer last, last year. And... I sent my Calendly link, which is the, the the app that I use for 
when people send me messages like that, it's like a little connection call link. It's what I use for sales calls. It's what I use for connections. It's, you know, when it, when it's something like that, I have a Calendly link, but if it's just like a friend, I tell all of my friends now, I'm like, I don't want to schedule intimacy. So I'm doing this thing where, right. A lot of times, because we're in this world of like texting and and like putting it on the calendar. And I'm like, I'm just going to call you when I'm thinking about you. I'm just going to send you a, like a love note when I'm thinking about you. And can you do the same? Like, I don't want to schedule. I want to do it like the good old fashioned days where you just picked up the phone and called someone. But when it comes to like my business, right, structure is important and simplification and streamlining, streamlining is important. And to send a link where it's already embedded in my cat in my Google calendar, it takes all of that like, oh, what about these dates? What about these dates? Right. There's a lot of energy that we take up when we are in the back and forth of all of that, which is why we have assistance and team as we grow businesses, right? It's like anything. We when we're in an employee, right? And we end up having interns underneath us. It's like we have tools, we have AI, we have resources, we have people that can help support us so that we can focus on what we are here to do. So for me, like I've gotten very clear on how I get to serve and what's important for income producing activities in my business and also what I love and what I can tell that my soul is calling me to do. And I outsource whatever I can. I outsource what I'm not good at. I outsource what I don't like. I outsource the things that drain me. And I also outsource the things that are a time suck from things that I really am excited to do. And I know that I'm here to do, right? So when I had sent the link to her, I got a response that it like there was a a, a triggered moment or um, and again, this is coming from a place of neutrality. This is coming and I don't know if this this person will hear this. And this is like the teachable moment for me and and for her and how we co-created this. And the reason why I'm able to explain this and share this is because I I know because I've been there before. Like, I know what it's like to have an expectation or, right, to reach out to someone and it's like not the answer that we want and we 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 think that it's going to go a certain way and then it doesn't and then we get triggered and then we send a response. And so um, she sent me a response back that she thought we were friends and that it felt very businessy and that she needed somebody and it needed, it was more urgent and... Mind you, the original message, there was like no sense of urgency. It was like, hey, let me pick your brain. So after she said that, I moved some things around. We got on the call, I think, that day or the next day. And then when we chatted, it really wasn't urgent at all. And so I had a conversation with her about it, like lovingly and and direct, you know, and she thanked me. Um, she thanked me, right, for being for being candid and for being honest and direct of like, hey, this wasn't an emergency. Like, you know, up front, you, you didn't say it was an emergency. Then you did. We, we shifted things around and it really was you just picking my brain. This is like if I did this for everyone, I would have no time for myself because my calendar would be stacked full. Mind you. This is a story that like this is a deep rooted program in my <laughs> in the codons of my DNA, right? Like 
overpacking my schedule, overworking, overcommitting to people, people pleasing, saying, yes, 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 I can do this. I can squeeze you in. And the next thing I know, there's no spaciousness in my life and my health is failing. I'm feeling resentful. I'm feeling burned out. Right. So it's like this is so integral to my aliveness and to actually being like a person that people want to be around because (laughs) I'm much more enjoyable to be around than I was when I was over overing in all areas of my life. And so she was very thankful because, right, I wasn't triggered. I was just like honest and I was open and I was in my heart and I was but I was direct like, hey, this is why I send the Calendly link. And this is what I just want to be in integrity with myself about like what's coming up for me. So it was a beautiful conversation and I offered to have a sales call with her, which my sales call are my sales calls are not like they're very feminine They're It's basically a service call um, where I help people drop into their hearts, get out of their minds, connect to their bodies. Nine times out of 10, there's lots of crying. I had one this week where the woman was crying and I was like, I love your tears because I want to know what is it that people really like makes them tick? What is it that their heart is calling for? And what is in the way of that so that I can discern, can I help this person or not? Are they ready to work with me or not? Or not? Is it a line fit or not? Um, Because it's a, co-created partnership like I get to say yes and the other person gets to say yes right the other person may want to work with me but I if it's not feeling aligned for me I get to refer them to someone else or give them other resources right so we had a sales call but it got pushed out because it was actually like the day after the hurricane hit so that was fascinating so anyway we had the, the call it was a beautiful call and then I made her an offer at the end and it didn't go well on in her mind. So we recently reconnected without getting into all the details. And she was upset again that I made her an offer. And what's interesting is she's like the original reason why I reached out is because I had a mentor in my life say pick five people who inspire you or something like that. I'm paraphrasing this whole story, but like pick five people or three to five people that inspire you and reach out and pick their brain. So um, anyways, when we connected, I'm, I was like really trying to support her because she reached back out and, and she was still in her wounds. Like she was like still frustrated. She was still upset that of like how the whole how I sent the Calendly link and how I made her an offer and. And then I started thinking, I'm like, wait a second, she's wanting to know what what makes me successful, quote unquote, like she's wanting to know what works. And it's everything that literally we're going through right now is me saying like practicing discernment with an open heart, me genuinely making an offer because it's not about me. Like I make offers if I truly believe I can support people. I do this with everyone whether it's a best friend. So I've had clients that are friends. I've had clients that are new people that come into my world. I've had clients that are past beauty counter consultants, current beauty counter consultants, right? I just, I make offers all the time, but because that's my, that's my service. That's what's actually working because I've worked through my stuff of 
knowing that I can help people and wanting that so deeply for people who are in their wounds, who are in their suffering, who are in the, the hamster wheel of stuckness, who are feeling lack of clarity, who are not confident in themselves, who'd feel disconnected from the divine. And so it was such a beautiful exchange of like me not taking that on and and working through that and and being um being detached from how the other person is receiving me. And I also find it interesting because as we reconnected like a week ago, I think it was earlier this week or last week, and she was like, there's a there's a disconnect because she was like, I just wanted to pick your brain on business. And and then she was like, and I wanted a friend. And it was confusing because when I sent the Calendly link, it was like, she didn't like that. So then it became an emergency. So to me, that shows that, right, there's a pattern, like there's an inner child response, right? Like, oh, when I don't get my way, I'm going to, it gets like an attention See, It's like how to create um, like a quickness or a, right, like an urgency. And I get, right, this is what we do as kids. Like, oh, I didn't get that. Like, I'm going to, we're going to do this now, right? You tell me what, I, we need to wait a week. Right. This is what we learn. And the only reason why I see it in this other person is because I have done this before. I have sent a message and not like the response and gotten triggered and like said, how dare you? Never mind. Because that's that's what she said initially. She was like, never mind. I need you now. Not in two weeks. And then when we talk, you know, and so I'm like, wow, okay, how like where else am I doing this in my life? Like, I am not above this individual. I am not above this story. I see it because I know it because I live it. I've lived it. It lives inside of me, too. And I'm like committed to, to breaking that story and that paradigm because that's actually right. So still, I can tell from the conversation, like, I feel liberated from it. I feel good. I'm like, okay, interesting. Like I'm coming from this place of curiosity and there's still a trigger there. Like there's there's a density inside of her that she's not letting go of. And that's going to continue to slow her down until she can meet that part of herself, right? And I get to continue to look at like, how did I co-create this? How can I do things differently? How can I refine? Where was I triggered? Where was I not? Where was I holding on to old paradigms? Where was I people pleasing? Where was like, right? Like, how can I refine saying no with an open heart? How can I refine not taking on other people's expectations? Right? How can I refine um, making offers and having people be offended by that? Like, this is my, this is my service work. This is how I get paid. <laughs> this is my job. This is what I choose to do for a living. And, and it's just fascinating, right? It's just fascinating to me because I get it. People who are not in my shoes, they don't know. They, if, if you're not an entrepreneur, people don't know. And so the old me would have been like, how dare she? She has no idea. And, da, 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 and all the free content I give, like, right? How much time I spent on the podcast alone. But she doesn't know my life. She doesn't know my trigger. She doesn't know my wounds. She doesn't know what I'm working through in this lifetime, which is truly, I mean, when I tell you my life's work gene key is moving from exhaustion through the pathway of resolve, which is deep relaxation, into the city, which is the divine essence of 
divine will. I'm moving from exhaustion to divine will. This is a pattern that is going to keep coming up in my life. Where am I dishonoring and banishing myself? That creates exhaustion. Where am I not setting up structure in my business and spaciousness in my life? And where am I saying yes when in my belly I feel a no? Where am I like dishonoring like the structure that I put in place to be like, okay, okay, this person says it's really important and it's urgent. And of course, there are times where somebody really could need a friend. And that's where that's why I did create the space. So this is where you get to like trust in if somebody really needs me, I'm going to be there for them. But if it's not urgent, then can you respect and honor that I'm booking like weeks out now to to honor my life, to honor moving from exhaustion to divine will. And so instead of being in like the wound about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's coming up again. Like, how can I be liberated and how can she be liberated and how can me sharing this story, right? Like this, this parable is not to be in story or pointing fingers or blame, like, or, you know, uh, perpetrator and victim and vice versa. Like it was a beautiful co-creation for us both to evolve and to grow. And I get to be unattached to her you know, like what she does with this experience and information, right? And and she gets to do the same for me. And, And so the reason why I share this story is because I love how she wanted to pick my brain. We literally played through so many of the practices and the tools and the non-negotiables as an entrepreneur and business owner through this experience she got she actually got it experientially not just through words and same with me which is actually kind of laughable and as it relates to money if I were to be like oh this is a friend or ooh, I I feel like she's not going to receive my offer I'm going to not be of service that is disempowering myself and and her And I'm done with that bullshit. Like I am done. I'm done with that. Like the second that I make it about me and staying in my comfort zone is the second that I take somebody else's power away or I take my own power away or I I hinder the evolution of what this person and I co-created through this experience And this is how we learn that conflict is a part of evolution. This is how we learn like, oh, wow. Like, I mean, I spent a lot of time like moving this energy and feeling it and being like, okay, what is this? Like, what can I refine? Like, where, like, am am I, am I being the observer here? Like, what, like, what, what's underneath that? And just like getting curious and curious and curious. And so I'm noticing that once I am with myself enough and then I can be honest with an open heart. I, I, as, as long as I'm doing that, how the other person receives that, they may not be ready for it. it. It's like, there's a million reasons. Maybe she is ready for it. Maybe she is like, oh my gosh. And we just like, I don't know. And I don't need to know. All that matters is like, I'm doing the work to feel 
right? To release the density, to to detach from the programming and be myself because it's also a disservice when we don't share with the other person. Sometimes words are required. Sometimes they're not. Again, that's up to you. That's up to the discerning piece. But it felt important to put into words to her because this is exactly what is required of doing service work, of being an entrepreneur, of having your own business. Because you don't get a pay cut, a paycheck cut every two weeks just for dicking around, <laughs> just for showing up. Like you you gotta you gotta do it and you gotta claim it and you gotta say yes. And trust me, I was not always like this. <laughs> this took a lot of work and a lot of exploration and a lot of like I'm not feeding into this like money consciousness narrative anymore. Like I am done limiting myself and I want to bring other people into this liberated consciousness. And and if it means there's discomfort and if it means that people aren't going to like me and I'm going to lose people along the way and they're going to be triggered, like great, because I know that I'm at least being one small piece and their evolutionary shifts and I don't have to have everybody like me. And I get to be so in trust of the divine, the divinely orchestrated plan around that experience. That is the level of trust. And my mind doesn't have to understand it all. And so I really hope when you're hearing this, like, whether it's you, the person who I'm talking about, like, this is me standing shoulder to shoulder with you. This is me, like, truly being in full responsibility of, of my role and my part and also recognizing that I am no better than I do not know any more. And I'm going to keep unpacking this, like what is underneath that and how can I continue to bust through all of these bullshit myths around money? And trust me, right? Like we see these startups, like we see what's happening in Silicon Valley, like shit is changing. We had our first fully AI McDonald's open up in Denver, Colorado, like shit is changing, whether we like it or not, how we relate to money. Institutions are being dismantled and dissolved before our very eyes. And so this is what it's going to take. It's like, it's a beautiful time because now it's like, all right, the collective mind, like clearly things are changing. So how on an individuated level can we start to look at that? Like, where do I limit myself from receiving? Right? Where do I keep creating these perpetual patterns? Because the, this, the parable that I shared recently, there's been so much of that. There's been so much of that in my life because that's what I was putting out energetically. I was putting out, I want to help everyone. I want to be available to everyone 24-7. Reach out to me anytime. I'm very re- responsive. Do you know, like, when I was an engineer, people used to be like, wow, you're so responsive. And I loved it. I was like, yes, I'm so responsive. I, when I die, I don't want people to be like, who was Lindsay? She was responsive. <laughs> She was like a go-getter who got shit done, who always said yes to everything, even if she sacrificed herself in the process. Like, I don't want to be known for that. I want to be known for walking with an open heart and doing the hard shit and leaning in 
and trying new things and meeting new people and being curious, like, like having the, like the heart of a child and this, this curious mind who's like, okay, what's going on? Like, those are the things that I want to be known for. I want to be known as courageous. I want people to be like, wow, she left an archive through books, through podcasts, like long, when I'm long gone, people will be able to listen to this and feel inspired. Not like how quickly I responded to an email. And that's another thing, like I, and my friends know this and I've had a lot of people, it's interesting, like when I notice people say sorry, so I could send a text message to someone at 2 p.m. and by 4 p.m. they're saying, sorry, I was doing this. And I'm like, hey, you don't have to apologize and you can respond whenever you're available. (laughs) This is it. Like the Apple watches, the dings, the emails, like it is sucking our soul dry. So the people in my life know that if it's an emergency, like let me know, leave me a message, leave me a voicemail, text me because you may not hear from me for three days, depending on who it is. I don't send an an email response to somebody until I feel it in my body and it may be a week later. And that is detaching from scarcity mindset because if someone says, I want to get on a sales call with you and I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to book a sales call that day. I'm just not. I'm going to book it when I'm like, okay, yeah, this, I feel expansive. It feels like the right time to connect for me. It feels aligned. And that takes, again, experimentation and practice. And and like, I promise the more that you do this, because what happens is the more that you know who you are, the less you hold, like, it's like, you're just like, okay, this is who I am. And it's okay. And and you kind of just start to recognize that uh, the whole point of this experience is not for everybody to like you, not for everybody to agree with you. So you just are like, okay, that person's not my person, or they're not ready, or we just ended this karmic relationship, or this is a teachable moment. Like you just start to accept what the divine is serving up on a silver platter for you. And you get to take action on it. And you get to do your part. You don't just get to sit back and be like, Oh, fuck it. You get to be like, okay, hmm. Hmm. And you keep leaning in. So this is it. Like the more that you do the work, the more you are yourself and the more you relate to success as an inside job. And then everything, anything outside of your auric field, which is like this, like what, two to three foot bubble that surrounds you, this egg shaped bubble that surrounds you. It's like, that's all that you're responsible for. Everything else, it doesn't matter. That's, that's my boundary now. Like people ask, I don't get it. What do you mean you don't have boundaries? It's like, my boundary is my aura. Like that's it. If all I, all I'm responsible for is me, that's it. And how I show up. Everything outside of that is out of my control. It's out of my jurisdiction. (laughs) Right? And so, of course, this isn't to say like, I'm never getting triggered again. And I'm never going to take on anyone else's projections and fears and da 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 da. But what I can say is that when that comes up, I allow it in. And I, I, so that I can then feel it all and like become the observer so that I can then accept it 
right? Like, oh, okay, this is happening. Teachable moment here. Okay, what am I going to do with this? And then I can alchemize it. That's all that I do all the time. And I can assure you that because I know that my life's work gene key is moving from exhaustion to divine will, this is not going to be the last time that I have one of these situations come up because it's a huge thematic in my life, especially as it relates to my service work. So I'm constantly going to be having lessons and experiences and people come into my field to test me in terms of okay, are you going to choose exhaustion? Are you going to allow the divine to fill you? And are you going to allow that to be the sustainable generative life force that moves you forward in everything that you do and everything that you touch? It's like, what are we choosing? And I'm not always going to choose divine will. I know that because I'm human. But I have the awareness now and I know what to look for. And I don't beat myself up when I'm just like my human. I'm like, ooh, that was fun. Okay. I get to choose something better. I get to choose something more meaningful. I get to choose divine will. Okay. Here's that exhaustion condition response. Whew. What, like, where am I banishing myself? Where am I not honoring my practices? Like, why did this happen? That's all that it is. And it's not like it's this huge ordeal. It's just kind of like now it's, I, it's light. I can be on a walk with my dog and just contemplating it, right? It's not like this huge ego death where it's so hard and I'm crying in the bath for 10 hours. I mean, of course that happens, but <laughs> this is more just like, okay. Because again, this is the momentum. You take the step and as a universal law, you get to receive what you're putting out into the field. So you have your spirit team, the universe supporting you energetically and you start to just get in your groove and your dance with the divine. You're like, all right, I'm doing this. Got it. Got it. Got it. And this is why our humanity is where all of our power lives, truly, once we're connected to source again. So with that, enjoy this episode related to all things money, scarcity, abundance, giving, receiving, right? Where we have expectations, where we limit ourselves, where we block ourselves and just knowing that it's all on purpose and none of us are separate from that. Like we all have this. I don't know a human that still doesn't have money stories or blocks or limitations that we put on ourselves. This is part of what it means to be here. So this is how we keep it light. I would love to know what's opening up for you. Oh, and the most important thing, I'm going to put this in the show notes, but <laughs> Another reason why I wanted to share all of this with you is it became very clear that because of all of the spaciousness I've been creating in my field, I'm in the middle of moving. My house went on the market yesterday, whoop, whoop. open house this, this upcoming weekend. And anytime I connected in, the, it was, the guidance was like, launch your programs, Oh my gosh, I wasn't planning on going here, but we're just going to do it. So I never considered myself a business coach. And this is what's fascinating, right? I have people coming to me for business. So I have graduates from my embodiment program who are like, now that they're clear and now that their field is clear and now that like they've gotten rid of all the story and the programming and the masks and they're like moving out of state and changing jobs and healing their bodies and like miraculous things are happening. They're like, oh, I want to start a business. Can you help me? 
And I'm like, yeah, it was just like no hesitation. Yeah, because I know all the strategies. I've had many business coaches and I know how to do it. And I know how to do it in a way that you know how to build the foundation in truth, right? Like, you know how to build the foundation of like, you're starting this business from your purest essence, not from like, oh, who's my ideal client? And like from that external place. It's like we, we, we bring you into that harmony within first. So then all the strategy just falls into place really naturally and easily. So what's funny is I'm, I'm birthing a new program and I don't want to give too many details away. I'm going to put a link below in the show notes for if you want to be the first in line. This is for new peeps in my world and also um, graduates of my existing programs. I'm going to be offering like a low cost membership, like a low touch and low cost membership model. My eight week signature program, which is now called Remembrance Journey of the Awakened Woman. And then I, my new offering is a nine month experiential container called Rebirth Journey Back to Her. And where do I want to go here? The rebirth process is once you have cleared so much of the old story it's like, what do you want to make manifest in this physical world? Like, what is it that you are birthing? And I am like acting as your midwife to help to support you. Is it writing a book, which I have a client doing right now? Is it starting a new business literally from the ground up? Is it calling in a new partnership? Is it starting a family, right? It's like, I'm going to help you create that. And we're going to do it privately and in a group container. So it's going to be a private group hybrid for nine months. And there's going to be two group calls a month. And one is going to be an embodied experience, embodiment experience. And the other is going to be a sisterhood support circle. And then there's going to be two private calls a month. So why I'm sharing this is like, first of all, I never and I'm not going to call myself a business coach. I have I don't even call myself a coach. Um, I have no desire to call myself that but I'm like I know how to create a business from the ground up I've learned from fabulous mentors and I've applied it for many years now and I'm I'm like people are asking me of this so this is another piece like I had no intention of literally launching a new program in the middle of moving to a new state. But my guides are like, you're going to do this and you're going to do it all together. You've been creating space for this. You've been preparing for this. You're not stopping. Like you can do this. You desire this. This is what you want. And we're not going to create the old story that you don't have time and that it's too much and that it's going to suck your life force. Like you're prepared. So literally in the middle of like, mulching for eight hours a day, three days straight and getting the house ready and cleaning and painting and finishing up projects and talking with realtors and getting everything set up. I'm in the middle of like launching this fully new business. But I, it's so clear. It is so clear, crystal clear that like everything just came through the model, the delivery method. I just have this visualization of what it's going to look like and how it's going to feel. And so if this is you, right? So this this nine-month container is like really, oh, I'm so excited about it. So what I wanted to share is this is for those who have graduated from my flagship introductory container or if you're already 
have done other somatic work, have other done deep transformational work. And again, this would be through an application process because, of course, there's a million mentors and people in the world that can support humanity. And so I don't want to limit that. So that is going to be by application process, though, so that I can really understand um, if it's going to be an aligned fit. Because the thing is, is For example, if I say yes to somebody out of scarcity for this nine month container, but they're still very much in their wounds about something, we're just going to keep working on the inner game and moving that shit out and clearing it. And you're not going to have anything. I mean, it's going to probably still be a beautiful experience, but what you get to do is my introductory course or somebody else's right to like work on that first, because what we're doing is we're clearing the blockages and then we're going to fill it back in with actually what what you came here to do and who you came here to be. So even though I could say yes to that, um, it wouldn't be beneficial to myself or to you because I want to help you create something tangible. So again, going back to we are in physical form. (laughs) We are in the material world. So now I'm like watching my clients birth new like passion projects and new creations. And I'm, I'm literally jumping out of my chair with excitement, supporting people in this because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing how lit up they are and how on purpose they are and how excited they are. And of course, there's still fears and things that come up because you're starting something new. And of course, we still work through that. But like the deep, deep, deep um, stuff that's stored within you has already, you know, been cleared out. So That'll be in the show notes. It's just you can click the link and put your name and email in if you want to be the first in line to know. Um, And the launch date is going to be May 3rd during the Eclipse portal. And again, like even the date was clear. Like I didn't have to overthink anything. I was just like, boop, 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 boop. Got all the sales copy done. I'm in a peer led mastermind right now. And I've been having um, this beautiful like again, this circle where there's no hierarchy and we're holding each other accountable and it's feeling just supportive just to say, this is what I'm committed to. Don't let me talk myself out of it. (laughs) Don't let me like push this deadline, quote unquote. It's like a deadline from the divine, right? Because I want, I'm literally selling my house and I have no new home yet. I don't know if I've told you that on the podcast. So uh, yeah, that's like, a deep level of trust. I was I was joking with Chad the other day. I'm like, well, I got my programs all lined up. May 3rd, baby. I'm like, I might be under a bridge. And he's like, whoop, whoop. Like, I was just kidding, you know, because I know that we're going to land where we're supposed to land. But it's very clear that this is how we're supposed to do this process of buying and selling. Um, and I know <laughs> to a certain degree that it's help. It's it's designed this way so that by my soul and my spirit team, so that I can be in full trust. Like you're not going to have it all lined up with wrapped up with a bow, like sell your house, have your new house. It's all going to be perfectly on this perfect timeline. Like I now am just like, okay, Jesus, take the wheel, selling the house. All right, spirit team, show me what's next. That's how it's working. So I'm launching this thing and I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going to (laughs) be. I don't even know if I'm going to still be in Florida or not. So I don't even know when my house is being sold. Like it could sell this weekend at the open house or it could take, I don't know. Like, of course I'm calling in the highest timeline. So 
this is like where it just becomes fun of, all right, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know the delivery methods. I know how I'm supposed to serve. I know what people are coming to me for and I know what's lighting me up. It's lighting me up to see other people lit up in their service work. It's lighting me up to see other women and humans and beings like finally like recognizing that they're already perfect and whole and there's nothing wrong with them and they don't need to be saved and they don't need to be fixed. And their emotions are their superpower and their body's intelligence leads the way. Like that is what lights me up. And so like I know that because I'm selling my house and I know that my time here in Sarasota is complete and I know that because I'm saying yes to my service work in this bigger way and launching a new program in the middle of this huge transition, I know that the universe is going to show me what's next because I'm saying yes to my higher purpose and that's all that I need to know right now. And that has taken a lot a lot of practice, <laughs> but over time you start to create evidence for yourself of like, ooh, when I follow my heart, whew, and when I feel this like my soul set on fire from from this decision, from this thing, from this thing that brings me joy and brings me into aliveness, then I know that by universal law, I'm going to be delivered what's next. And that's it. And then you start to like just be in the experience of life. And this brings you back into presence more. So do you see how this is all connected? I feel like I am on a roll. I am running on, like, I feel like I I kept telling everyone I was running on adrenaline and paint fumes because I was painting and like just getting the house ready to sell. But I believe I'm running on divine will. Like I feel, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm taking care of my body. I'm cooking meals every single night. I'm working out every day. I'm honoring myself. I'm grow. I'm like honoring my contracts with my existing clients. I'm bringing in new clients. I'm starting new programs. I'm selling the house. Like I'm doing all these things. I'm pre-packing. I'm this, I'm that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is divine will. This is what divine action is. This is it. I'm not running on adrenaline and paint fumes out fumes. That was just my little joke. This is really about me now having the momentum and I don't have the mental chatter anymore of like, oh my gosh, I don't know where I'm going to live. Should I, should I delay my program? No, I trust it. I trust that this is what is. I trust that the people are going to come. I trust that if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, but I'm just going to do it. Like, I trust that you're going to reach out to me. I trust that you're going to do the work to set the intentions, to figure it out, to figure out how to invest in yourself in this way. I trust that if this, if my offerings aren't meant for you and the podcast is, is where it ends, like starts and ends and all everything in between, like I trust that for you. But my deepest prayer is like, can we continue to make decisions from that grounded place of faith and not from fear? Like, oh my gosh, I want to, but I'm afraid I'm not ready. And, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to feel my feelings or, oh, I don't like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. Right? Like this, we are so supported right now in the cosmology to just say yes and to break through that. And actually, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I have right here something from a client that I've been working with for the last few months. 
I asked her a question um, when we first started our time together. And it was about seeing tangible results and if she's seen any financial income come in yet from like the efforts of saying yes. And she said, the decision is often underrated as a powerful tool. Once I called back all my energy and decided that I was going to absolutely trust that the money would show up so I could pay Lindsay for her mentorship journey to, for our mentorship journey together, I got a promotion that same week. It was significant enough where I could breathe. So she wasn't, this was something that I gave her as a practice. I was asking her just several questions to kind of jog her memory uh, her cellular memory as to her journey and and how like everything that's transpired in her life got her here to this moment. And I forgot about that until I she sent that that to me again, her practice. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she said yes. And she was so like, I know that I'm supposed to work with you and I have no idea how I'm going to figure this out. And then I remember her sending me a message like a couple days later, holy shit, I just got a promotion. And mind you, she actually just had yesterday a job interview for another job that is going to pay even more money. This is the level of trust that's required. She had already paid me the deposit and signed the contract before she even knew how she was going to pay the full Monty. And that is the level of leadership that I'm calling in for this nine month container because it's what I've done. It's what it takes. It's what it takes. This is the level of trust and in investing in yourself. So anyways, I could go on and on and on. I'm fired up about this. <sighs> so let's bust through some of these uh, money blocks. And one practice that I would love to give you is, can you make a list of 100 ways that you can generate money for yourself? Even if it's something that you think that you're above or even if it's something that you're like, I would never do. Can you just write it down? Because what that does is it shows the universe that you're open to possibility to receive. And it actually creates, it opens up an aperture for yourself inside your being to be like, oh shit, maybe I could do this. Like, oh wow, I didn't even think about this, right? So it's like generating money could be winning the lotto. It could be an inheritance. It could be... Ubering. It could be getting another job. It could be starting a new business. It could be babysitting for someone. It could be, it could be anything. It could be selling shit in your house that you haven't touched in five years. Do it. Like start to like open yourself up to possibility. This is how we liberate ourselves. This is a topic that is clearly very important to me. <laughs> So anyways, enjoy this uh, little like 15 minute spiel after my very long, almost hour long intro. Um, but this is what we're doing here. We're just we're trusting, we're trusting, we're trusting. And um, I love you all so much. Much love. OK, we're going to try this again. Same shirt as yesterday. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but my hair is so dirty and oily. And I just keep like, I don't know. I have this um, clean, dry shampoo from Primally Pure, and I just kind of like blow dry it and swirl it around. And it's so funny because people have been telling me how radiant I look, and I'm seriously like, oh my gosh, I'm re-wearing the same clothes and I haven't washed my hair. But lip gloss makes everything better. So I'm going to put some lip gloss on. <laughs> put some lip gloss on. 
And this is where it's like, there, that's better. Radiance comes from within. Radiance is our aura. It's our authentic expression, right? It comes out of us. It permeates from our being, literally from our cells. And so it's almost laughable when I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, did I even shower today? And I'm getting all these. You saw I posted a selfie yesterday and I was wearing this shirt. I'm wrapping up my day. It was a full day of, of connection calls. Normally Thursdays are pretty chill for me, but um, it felt... Now I'm, I'm actually really starting to think that this isn't working because it was trying to reconnect, but I'm in full trust here. So I just got off a call with a sister and she's a new sister in my life. And the conversation came up around, oh, I don't mix spirituality and money. And I'm sitting here like, what? Why? And I, I realize, right, to me, it's like, I see it with a lot of artists. I see it with, right, it's like artists, creatives. I see it a lot in like the yoga community, the healer community, the spiritual community. Like I can't receive from being a conduit for the divine. Like what? That is like the furthest thing <laughs> like from the truth if we actually really think about it. And it feels really important. I see Nicole watching. She was on the call too. And how, so if we truly believe in oneness, which I know if you're in this community, you do. You, you know and believe in no separation, in oneness, in unity. So how can we possibly not create separation if we're separating, like, I don't get to earn money or earn abundance or, or be in the receiving or giving end of an energetic exchange around spirituality. Because what I was shown from my guides is there is absolutely no separation. And the example, what my guides were actually teaching me in the moment, and it came up again on this call is like, because what I'm realizing is when I'm connecting with my guides, it's usually what it does is it's actually showing up in my life as a thematic, showing up for me to be able to move through it, to be able to observe, be in the awareness, and then be able to be in the practice of it and then be able to to digest it and, and give it back to you all. So a lot of what I'm teaching and sharing with you is like many, 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 many days, weeks, months of my own integration and incarnation of it. And so it actually started with my husband as my spiritual practice started to deepen. I started to feel like, oh my gosh, like I don't, my, my, my husband doesn't have a spiritual practice. Like we didn't have spiritual practices when we first met and oh my gosh, I'm doing all of the spiritual work. And oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm going to leave him behind. And I feel like I can't connect with him on this level. And I feel, and what was I doing? I was creating separation. I was actually the catalyst and I was actually the one that was creating separation from my husband, not him. Because I felt different. Because I, in a way, felt better than. In a way, felt more expansive. In a way, felt like, oh, I'm better than you. In a way, felt like, oh, I'm different than you. In a way, felt like you can't relate to me. 
And what was I doing? I was actually creating division between my husband and myself, between my spiritual self and my human self, between my higher self and my grounded self. Me, the woman, me, the wife, me, the dog mom, me, the entrepreneur. And that was the first time that it actually came through around, holy cow, where else am I creating separation in my life? Like where else am I not fully being in the awareness of spirituality is everywhere. Spirituality is, to me, walking in unconditional love. Me truly believing that I am the co-creator of my life, that I am a facet of God. I am a facet of the creator. I am a facet of the divine. I am a conduit for the divine. I am the divine in action. I am a fractal of this earth. I am shadow. I am light. I am good. I am bad. I am everything in between. And so that was the first thematic around, okay, I am not just spiritual in my women's circles. I am just not spiritual in my coaching. I am spiritual when I wake up in the morning, when I'm in my garden, when I'm walking my dog, when I'm with my husband, when I'm having conversations with friends, when I'm going to lunch with my mom, when I'm going to play and visit my nephew Preston. And so this is an opportunity to notice where are we creating separation and divisiveness in our lives. And this came up around money. Money is a form of energetic exchange. Everything is energy. It is one, one avenue of generating abundance, wealth. We can have an abundance of love. We can have an abundance of money. We can have an abundance of relationships. We can have an abundance of desires. We can have an abundance of fun. And it feels really important to share that there is no separation. So if we can truly hold that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, then there is no separation from, for example, if you go to church, like you at church should not be any different than you watching a movie with your family, which should be no different than you earning the money that you deserve in order to feel nourished, in order to live your dream life, in order to go on the trips that you want to go on with your family, save for the college funds with your family, create the impact. I deserve to make copious amounts of money. And I know that it's here and I know that it's coming. And I know that there's more because I know the life that I get to choose to live, which is a life that is fulfilling and nourishing and that touches people all over the world. And so money is one way, one modality for me to be able to show up in this way, to be able to give more, to be able to feel nourished. Because the more, like, I just think about self-care, like I'm giving myself a massage tomorrow. Like I'm really getting in these practices of like, there's things that I get to pay for in order to nourish myself so that I can then open up the energetic capacity and availability within my being to be able to hold it all. And I can assure you, this is the first time in my life that I am waking up at 5 a.m. without an alarm clock, 
going to bed at 9 a.m., having no desire to touch my phone in the mornings to like see what everybody else is doing and to be connected to all this stuff and to feel like I need to watch this video because it's going to unlock something in me and to feel like I need to go to the gym every day and be so hard on myself and eat this regimented meal, right? It's like, no, I am following the nourishment and money is an, is to me an opportunity to replenish because it creates safety. It creates a solid foundation. I think about the money that I generated for my backyard, my $30,000 backyard that took three years from inception of the idea to then the design, the dream, the feeling. I would sit out there and I would meditate and I would visualize and I would really feel like, what is this space going to do for me? How am I going to feel in this space? What is it going to offer me? What is it going to give me and my family? What is it going to give my dog? What is it going to give me? What is it going to give Chad? The quality of life. And what did I do? I created an opportunity to generate that abundance to be able to give that gift to myself because it was meaningful to me. Yes, was it an investment? Absolutely. During COVID and contractors and waiting and materials and supplies and all of the things, all of the moving parts, it was all worth it. And in the entire time I was in the joy and I was in the excitement and I was just feeling like, oh my gosh, I just know how nourishing this is going to feel. And I didn't even actually understand the full capacity of what my backyard renovation was, which was the ability for me to completely detach from devices and all of the energetics from the work that I do and the serving and the people. And it actually created this almost like vortexy sanctuary for me to like ground back in, like connect to the earth, connect to my guides, receive the nourishment, receive the, the, the replenishment to feel that felt experience of what it feels like to be in this body at this time in this present moment. It has completely changed my life. And I've only, it's only been a few weeks. And so I really just like, I'm in this like calling forward energy that can we just accept ourselves for who we are and stop beating ourselves up? And stop creating separation. I am like, I'm only spiritual here, or I'm only a mom here, or I'm only a wife here, or I'm only this in this environment. No, we are all of it. We are whole. This is our being. So ritual to me is not any different than cooking a meal or doing the dishes. It's all sacred. It's all an opportunity opportunity for me to be relational with myself, with people, to connect. And I'm feeling really fired up about this because can we stop telling ourselves the story that like, oh, I don't need that. I don't want money. I don't want this. That's okay if that's true, but is that really true? Or is that you creating more separation and keeping you from actually living your dreams? Being able to serve more, to show up more, Mm. 
So I think I'll stop it there. <clears throat> so the high practice of, this is what I'll leave you with, is where are we creating separation? Where are we showing up as one way with our children, another way with our husband, another way with our clients, another way with our colleagues, another way with ourselves? And can we really create unity in all of that? And with that is our bodies are the bridge between heaven and earth. We are here to incarnate that divinity, our purpose, what our higher self came here to do. And with that, it is in a materialized form, right? Like tangible things are a part of the manifestation process, are a part of the co-creation process. And so it's really important that we stop telling ourselves the story that it's not what we desire or we're not worthy of it or artists or yogis or healers or Christians don't need money or don't want to have money or money is bad or money is evil. Money is the root of all evil. It's a piece of paper that allows for an energetic exchange of something that creates safety, nourishment, fulfillment, meets our desires. That's simply it. So it's generally our relationship to money that is generally what's creating the separation, not the money itself. And we can use money. You can replace that with any word. So with that, I feel complete. Thank you for listening. Perhaps we'll talk about this on Tuesday's workshop, Moving in Miracles, right? Because this is it. This is the radical trust. This is the generating abundance. This is connecting with our soul's purpose. This is embodying like you. And you get to call in whatever amount of money you desire. It's absolutely possible. And this is the time to do it because I can feel the frequency shifting. The timeline has shifted. The paradigm has shifted. It is here and it is now. It is up to us to claim it. (sighs) I love you. Thank you for listening. This may ruffle some feathers and it's an opportunity to get curious about what's underneath that. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast in reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here. 
from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings. 